Now it's time for Inspirational Women and my guest, Blanca Villa Gomez, a student affairs professional at a California university and a higher education consultant at intelligent.com, a great platform to support and guide students and in particular women students through the winding paths of college entry and navigation. Blanca couldn't be a more perfect guide as we'll learn how her life followed somewhat of a similar path. But this is now more developed, and she has some great insights and information for us. Blanca Villa Gomez, good morning. Thank you so greatly for being with us today. Good morning, Kate. Thank you for having me. Oh, I am really happy to have you with us this morning because I feel you have some very critically important information to share. I'm going to be learning this along with the listeners And again, I can't stress how critically important it is. We're talking about the gender wage gap here and what you're doing as the higher education consultant at intelligent.com. You're really seeing that this was the need and you're working at the college level with students, probably specifically with women students on this, right? Mm -hmm. Exactly, yes. Yes, I'm currently a higher education consultant for Intelligent.com, but I am also a student affairs professional at a university, primarily working with first-generation students, students from underrepresented backgrounds, and a big population that I focus on is women. So you have two employers, or you have two, quote, jobs that you do. Is that right? Right. I mean, Intelligent.com is not my employer per se. We have a consulting uh, relationship. Um, They don't employ me. They just hire me for my services given my expertise in higher education. Okay. Um, So it's consulting work that I do for them on the side, mostly just verifying articles that are coming out, you know, conducting interviews like this and many more to make sure that students understand how to make decisions that shape their career development and their educational planning. And considering what the world is like now, which is so different from when I was in college, mm-hmm. I, I can see how critically important it is to have you in this role, to have, uh, you're essentially like a mentor, would you say? Mm-hmm. Exactly, yes, yes. I can. I do consider myself a mentor, especially giving, given my personal background, right? Even though I'm also a professional, I am also a woman. I have a lot of multiple identities, just being Latina, being a daughter of immigrants, being a first-generation college graduate, and all those identities really inform and shape my lens as I navigate the workforce and as I also mentor women in my career and help them become more empowered, more confident, and more assertive as they make decisions. That is so phenomenal. And you couldn't be a more ideal person to be doing this, to be this mentor. But stepping back a a few years to when you were entering college, was it a huge challenge for you? Or did you actually perhaps have someone who is at least partially a mentor for you? Oh, that is such a good question. (laughs) You're taking me back. 10 years ago, <laughs> um, more than 10 years ago when I started college, I, wow, yes, I, I remember feeling just very lost. I think 
loneliness was my loyal companion for a long time. Um, I felt as a first-generation college student, I'm the first in my family to go to college. I'm the eldest of six. And I felt so lost, and I didn't have anyone to look up to except for a mentor or actually a couple of mentors that I had in my high school. They really saw potential in me, and they were the ones that motivated me to apply to many different colleges, many different scholarships. And once I accepted admissions into my college, I attended UCLA, they really connected me with someone at UCLA. And that was really the stepping stone for me to know, okay, there is a place here for me, even though I don't have a lot of evidence of other women like myself making it out here. It took some time, though. I have to be really honest with you. It was very lonely. And I think that's what's missing in higher education, right? We don't have a lot of evidence of women being in leadership roles. At least at that time, I didn't. I wasn't able to talk to my mother about it because she never went to college. Um, so I had to rely on my peers. I had to rely on a counselor in college. And really, I'm trying to think back. There were a couple, there's a couple of women that I can think back right now that played a really critical role in my development. And that really told me, you are here because you belong. The imposter syndrome that you feel, you know, has no indication on your, on your future success. You are where, you're exactly where you need to be. And we're going to help you get to where you want to be. And that really, again, was a catalyst for me feeling more confident. And eventually in my junior year, when I felt more confident, I started giving back. And I started mentoring other students. So my mentorship work really dates back to even before I entered the professional world. It started way back then because of the support that I received that I so eagerly wanted to give back. That is so beautiful. You have you have me in tears because <laughs> of just your experience, the whole big picture of that, and how you're continuing then to grow this. So going back, though, again to those high school years, and you said you had a couple of mentors, I feel this is important to share because those listening may perhaps identify themselves and realize they could be, or maybe they are doing this, and then mm -hmm. be acknowledged of the value and importance that this is. So who were your mentors? Yes, I had many. I was part of this high school outreach program that it prepared underserved and low-income high school students for college. So, you know, I think this is the universe sort of <laughs> telling me that I everything happened the way it was supposed to because I was recruited in seventh grade. So it actually even happened before high school. In middle school, I remember sitting in the auditorium and being told we have a special guest speaker today. They're going to help you prepare for college. Pay attention. <laughs> I was like, okay. I was always told by my parents, even though they never went to college, that education is power and knowledge is power. So those values were really instilled in me. And as I was listening to them, they said, congratulations, you're now part of this seven-year cohort thanks to this state grant that we received that's going to help you navigate college and really make sure that you attend college. So I had been with them since seventh grade. And when I got to high school, they were positioned, they were stationed at the college center on campus. And I would visit them every single week because I needed to know what is out there for me, 
I know I want to pursue college. So I remember one of my dear mentors, her name is Estela. Till this day, my heart goes out to her because she helped me with my college admissions essays. She cried with me when I felt helpless. <laughs> she empowered me. She always, always provided such a brave space for me and safe space for me to feel less lonely. And really, she's one of the main supporters in high school that I had. Until this day, I see the great work that she continues to do, and I really, really admire her. Wow. So beautiful and so powerful. So Estella was not on the staff at the school. She was in in this special group that was identifying students and and then being basically formal mentors. Exactly, exactly. So the fact that it happened the way it did and that my cohort, you know, my class got selected out of that very special program it was incredible. I think that was a testimony to, no, this is for me. You know, I, I need to do something with my education. And I don't know exactly how, but I have mentors that are going to help me. And that's the beauty of mentors. And now that I'm a mentor and that I coach, you know, uh, women in their career decisions and their post-graduation plans, I always tell them, I am here to listen, to hold space for you to help you make sense of the messiness of life because there's twists and turns, especially when we talk about college planning, career planning. But my job is not to give you the answers. My job is to help you uncover them using your own skills, your own strengths, to give you guidance, of course. But really, you're the expert. You're the expert of your own life. And this is meant to be a collaborative relationship I think that's one of the key things that that's not talked about enough, right? Yes. College students come into college um, thinking that they're empty-handed, that they're starting from scratch. But I always tell my students, you're not. You're coming into the university with the wealth of knowledge, cultural capital, social capital, aspirational capital. We need to highlight those types of wealth of knowledge to be able to help students feel empowered. Because they bring so much diversity, and it's important that we highlight that. Yes, absolutely. Empowerment, that's a key mm-hmm. word here, is to bring that to them. And, and I love how you're approaching this, that this individual, you were this individual, all of these individuals, it's within us, and the mentor is there to draw out what is inside and really have you build on it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Right? Yes. Exactly. So how many students actually were with you in that cohort beginning in the seventh grade? That's a good question. We had, I mean, that was a long time ago, Kat. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it was. I don't remember. I want to say um, at least 200, oh, we're probably the, okay. more, oh. but it was a quite a big group. We would, um, it was really fun. And this is the first time that I stopped to think about it in such a long time. So thank you. <laughs> I have such good memories. I remember the summers were really used to visit colleges. So they, they started exposing us to the different possible colleges and universities we could attend. And each summer we would take like a four week math course and writing course to help us prepare for college and be more competitive. So those are really, really enjoyable times where I got to meet with other peers who now that we're much older and we're in the workforce, I see them. One's an architect, one's a program manager, one's an educator, one's a scientist. I mean, we're everywhere now. 
<laughs> that is so beautiful. Because without this support, without the mentorship program, without this cohort, we don't even want to think of how people could have just, you know, fallen off the edges and not accomplished all of who they are today, who you are today, right? Mm -hmm. Yes. Absolutely, absolutely. And that's really what I focus on in my profession is redefining what success means and redefining what retention means, especially in higher education, where those are big buzzwords, right? Um, We want our students to retain in college and graduate. We want our students to succeed. But how are we defining that, right? We need to be diverse with how we define it and make sure that we're being intentional, proactive, and collaborative to create stronger pathways for career development while our students are in college. So that by the time they graduate that stage, they have a stronger sense of who they are and what to look for and how to best prepare for the workforce. We can't have them walk that stage and feel clueless (laughs) that we're not doing our job. We need to make sure that we have strong mentorship programs in college campuses to help our women feel more confident, prepared, and aware of what lies ahead. And it sounded like you said this continued with you in college for at least the first two years, or was it longer? Oh, uh, it was mainly the first two years because I actually had to take a break. So because of my multiple identities, because of the political context back then, as an immigrant myself, when I started college, there were no policies in place that really allowed me to access financial aid, access career opportunities. So I ended up feeling so disillusioned and I took a break. I left. Mm -hmm. I only went to college for one quarter and then I left because I needed to think of a more strategic way. And in that time that I left, I felt the most loneliest. Mm -hmm. And I still attended college, a community college, the local one back home, took some classes and I felt so disconnected from who I was and what I wanted to be. And thanks to the mentorship that I had, they encouraged me to go back to school. And thankfully, policies such as, I forget which policies were implemented at the time, but they allowed me to go back to school and feel a little bit more confident with my immigration status. And when I got back, I told myself, I promise that I will stop feeling this way if I can do something about it. And I came back to campus running, literally Mm. running, seeking every opportunity in my way and looking up to women because I think that's what's missing. We don't have evidence all the time. So I needed evidence. I needed to know that it was possible. And I got involved. I got involved. I started developing initiatives as a college student. I started launching programs, creating resources, getting involved in advocacy projects on campus and connecting with mentors. And by the time I graduated, I felt much more confident. Not completely certain, because who does? Yes. (laughs) Um, But, you know, that's not realistic, I think. But I did feel much more confident in my career skills, my competency. And the one thing that I realized was I can't trust that life will always go according to plan and that my plans will always work out, but I can learn how to trust myself. That I've been taught by women around me. I can learn how to trust myself 
I have I can have confidence in my advocacy skills, and I have confidence that I have the initiative, the um, discipline, and the determination, and that's enough for me. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that's really what informed my passion to become a coach for other women. And now that I have a lot of students who graduate, I always tell them, please come back. Uh, stay connected with me. I will help you. And I've helped countless of women apply for graduate school successfully. I've helped a lot of women transition into their first jobs successfully. And we have built a really strong community because that's what's needed, especially after you graduate. What a phenomenal woman, mentor, leader you are, Blanca. You are (laughs) obviously, you. you know, the ideal person in this position for so many reasons, one of them being that you have had the struggles and have worked to overcome them. That is something that that model for others is so invaluable because I think the majority of us struggle, but we want to think others are not, that they're kind of sailing through, and there probably are some who do that. But, (laughs) But to show that honesty, how that happens and to be there to encourage to mentor oh that is so powerful thank you thank you i mean it's taken a long time <laughs> that's for sure and it's a constant work in progress yeah it doesn't end and i think that's what's really most exciting about the work that i do that at the center of what i do is always joy connection and intentionality i consider those my three strongest cornerstones the work that I do professionally, but also personally. We need joy because life is messy. (laughs) Life is complicated. Mm. Um, We need connection. We need community during college, before college, after college. And we need intentionality. We need to be intentional about the opportunities that we create for others. We need to have a sense of responsibility with the knowledge that we gain and to give back. That's my biggest value, which is why I stay motivated and that there's always going to be work needed. The work doesn't stop. No. My hope, right, my hope, yeah, my hope is that in higher education, the universities are really taking the time, especially this month, right, with what March represents for women, but they're taking the time to assess where are they in terms of the gender pay gap? Where are they in terms of providing opportunities for women with their career development and assessing the gap and creating strategic plans to help them make progress with intentionality. So that's really my mission. And it really feels like, besides the huge commitment to it, that you're really doing incredible work. Again, coming from that place of experience and wanting to share that, encourage others, I can't help but believe that makes a difference in each individual's life who you touch. Thank you. That means a lot. Thank you. <laughs> well, I sincerely can feel that. Just so much of what is going on and you touch on, like having the joy in what you do, so critical. And that comes, though, from all the other elements by building the community. The community is that mentorship that you're building and knowing that we can't do it alone because when you felt 
that you had to do it alone. It was that lonely place. And that can be so demoralizing, discouraging. But you've overcome that. And it is still a journey, as you're acknowledging. I I think we need to realize we don't just arrive somewhere and everything is (laughs) glorious. No, we're all on a journey. (laughs) Yeah. But then again, there'd be no joy, right? Right, exactly. To learn from. Yes, exactly. Oh, this is so amazing. And so... I guess kind of fast forward to more of today or or the present, and you are working as a consultant with Intelligent.com. Mm-hmm. So others mm-hmm. who might not have had this kind of a cohort or know where to turn to have the mentorship opportunities, could they connect to this through Intelligent.com? Yes. So I want to mention what Intelligent is because it's yes. such a great resource. It's a resource that I wish I had back when I was in my first year of college feeling so lonely. And I think that's really the mission of Intelligent.com. It's a website, it's a digital platform that provides students with educational content. It's specifically curated for any student, whether you're a working adult, parenting student, community college, uh, fresh out of high school, no matter where you are in your development, this is a website for you because our mission is to help students make informed decisions. That's really key, right? That intentionality. How do we help students make informed decisions about their education, their career planning? So we create guides, we create toolkits, we often bring in experts in the higher education field to show you, right, that this is possible. So it's a pretty comprehensive website that I highly recommend anyone who's feeling lonely, a little bit lost in their college journey, because there's a lot of resources on our website. And I'm really happy to be part of the team as I do consulting work for them, because I'm learning as I go. (laughs) Anytime I get a topic to talk about or to review, I think about, wow, this is amazing. This is such great work. The higher education team and Intelligent.com is doing an amazing work in really empowering students to feel confident with any decision they make. And so what would the process be for a student? Would they perhaps connect here during high school years, ideally, or does it happen once, well, I think it's about entering college too. So how does that go, Blanca? Mm -hmm. Yes. So if you're in high school right now and you are curious, what is college? Is it for me? What are the different pathways? log on to the website, we have a nice uh, filter that you can choose. I'm in high school, I'm in college, I'm a professional, depending on where you are in your journey and what kind of degree you're looking for, just to have an idea. For example, maybe you're trying to pursue a college degree in nursing and you have no idea what that looks like. As long as you click those filters in the search engine, we will direct you to the resources that exist. And you will get a chance to read about the best college programs, the way we rank them, right? Because I think it's important for students to know which programs are accredited, especially as they make decisions. And you'll get to see some interviews that we've done with professionals so that you can hear their perspectives. And you can also dive a little bit deeper into, okay, I'm interested in college. I know which college I want to go to, but how do I succeed in college? We have a whole set of articles on how to manage your time, how to improve your study habits, how to develop systems to help you with your goals. So it's very holistic, very comprehensive. I recommend anybody to take some time on a weekend maybe, having your coffee on the side and just browsing through our website and all the multiple resources 
but really it's meant to be a bridge to connect you with other information. I don't believe we currently have a mentorship program per se, but hey, that's a nice idea. (laughs) Hopefully we can. Um, But for now, it's meant to just strictly function as a platform for you to gain information and help you make a decision. And of course, have you connect with your own high school, your own college, and ask them for advice. It's something I always advocate for when I help write these articles. Great. So it's an informational platform to access Mm -hmm. any of this, any of the articles and such. There's no fee involved, or is there? Oh, no. No, no. no. At least not for the art. Yes, no, no, no. It's meant to be free, accessible, right? We want students to feel confident in saying, oh, I can rely on Intelligent.com. They're a reliable, credible source that can help me understand the program rankings across the nation, which online programs are bad. So, yes. Information is meant to be free and accessible because we believe in the power of education and we want everyone to have access to it. And I think that, you know, as you described your own entry going to college and the college essays that needed to be written and you had a mentor who guided you at that time, would that sort of information exist on intelligent.com to to give some guidance that way or just a direction to seek someone in your high school? Yes, absolutely. We have a great article. I actually worked on one of those Ah. on how to write a compelling college essay, what to consider. Um, We have a plethora of different resources. I'm looking at the website right now just to answer your questions. (laughs) We have, um, I love the website. We have a section about studying smart, so building skills. We have a section all about college, things that concern students the most about college. So that would be the section where I would encourage anybody, you know, uh, needing support with their writing statement to dive a little bit deeper in. I helped with the piece by giving some advice to students on the steps they can take to write a compelling essay and who they can reach out to. So I'm very intentional with the consulting work that I do and always mentioning that we want students to feel confident in reaching out to their own high schools, their own colleges, and to find mentors in the spaces that they already navigate while pairing their preparation with with the sources from intelligent.com. So yes, I highly recommend anybody to check it out because we even talk about mental health as well. So Mm. how to handle student stress and anxiety, which is a big, big source right now, especially after the, the pandemic. We're seeing a lot more students struggle with mental health issues. So we have a couple of pieces on that, too. That is incredible. It makes so much sense. Facing it head on, acknowledging it, and then providing that kind of information so that it's not something that we want to hide, which sadly has been the way mental health was addressed in not the too far distant past. Exactly, yeah. I mean, the only way to make progress is to be transparent about it, right? Yes. So having interviews like this, talking, being being very open, being very vulnerable. I believe that by being vulnerable, for example, in sharing my story, I can hopefully inspire other women, other diverse students to be to feel more confident and feel less lonely and feel like, okay, I may not have all the answers, but at least I know who I can talk to <laughs> to help me and to guide me. Because really, I think success is collective. I can't just be focused on my own success. I believe in the power of relationships, and I'm really happy that I get to be doing this work with Intelligent.com because that's what it's about. It's about how do we create a community of information that is transparent and accessible 
so that students feel empowered to really lead their own lives and craft their own journeys however they want. Oh, you know, one of the things I so love is finding these places of hope. When we think that things are looking so grim, finding that people like you are around to encourage and and build a better world, knowing that these platforms like intelligent.com exist and are here, we just, we need to get the information out. It, it's no good to just have it there. And that's what you are helping to do this morning, Blanca. And I'm so grateful because you are really providing such incredibly important information that, uh, you know, even if we changed one person's trajectory, that would be so amazing. But we we have the power here and the privilege to be able to share it with just countless individuals. Absolutely, absolutely. And, you know, our goal is to just continue growing, continue expanding. And, you know, it's really platforms like this. I want to thank you for giving us the opportunity to come on and not only share my story, but really advocate for other women, other students, and advocate for our platform to highlight it because it, it's a great resource. I often tell the writers on the team, like, oh, thank you for writing this. I wish I had this when I was in college or when I, you know, just graduated as well because when I attended graduate school, that entire process was really um, stressful. So that's, those are the articles that I really enjoy working on with Intelligent.com is how to prepare students for a master's, for a PhD because, you know, going back to... The, the gender pay gap, we need more women in leadership roles, especially in higher education right now. We're not seeing enough. And, you know, we hope that the work that we do can tip the needle a little bit. I can't help but believe that it is making that difference. It It's just that it does move rather painfully slowly, but uh, it does. <laughs> but at least the work is being done. And I am just so indebted to you for your passion and your desire for this change and being so critical to it, Blanca. I can't tell you enough how amazing I think you are and the work is. Thank you so greatly for joining us today. Well, thank you for having me. And thank you also for you, for the work that you do, the fact that you have a platform and that you feel so passionate and are intentional about creating a space for women um, like myself to come and share their stories. You know, it's, it's so easy talking to you. I feel so good, so safe. So thank you for that as well. Oh, well, I'm very fortunate that uh, I have this. <laughs> so <laughs> to share is, is wonderful. And so, again, many thanks. Of course. Thank you so much. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day. That brings us to the end of a very full hour of Inspirational Women with Blanca Villa Gomez and Sunday Morning Magazine with Steph Jagger. I'm Kate Daniels, your host, and I greatly appreciate your sharing this hour with me and these special guests. For details you might have missed or information you'd like to know, please just send me an email. K-A-T-E-D at warm1069.com and I will get right back to you. Also, if you'd like to listen again or share these important stories with your family and friends, find the podcast on our Warm 1069 webpage. Just click on the podcast tab, then either of the show names and then look for the guest names. I now wish you and your family a day of discovering the places for new life and growth. Have a week of the same, and then please plan to join me again next weekend for another hour of Sunday Morning Magazine and Inspirational Women on Warm 106.9. Good morning and happy Easter. <laughs>